last week we talked about the trackball versus the mouse and I was kind of shocked that there's this trackball fan base that exists. I knew I knew that there was people I knew that if you were a trackball guy, you you were like you were ready to defend <laughs> you were ready to die on that hill, right? But I didn't think there was many people on the hill. Um <laughs> I'm just alone on the hill with yeah, my trackball. I actually I actually like the very next day I got a comment, one from a mutual friend of ours, Graham, who watch who's watching the show right now, I'm sure he watches like every episode. <laughs> He talked about how he loved his trackball. Um, and then, yeah, we, uh, we talked talked about it in excess. <laughs> Discord this week has been comments about how much they yep. love their trackballs. <laughs> what is with all these Linux maniacs using trackball mice out there? Do we 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 can't just be we can't just be the the people that use Linux over Windows. We've got to be a little bit more obtuse yep. by also using a tile managing desktop (laughs) a terminal based music (laughs) player a trackball mouse on top of it all i mean (laughs) my goodness my goodness the trackball love is out there (laughs) (laughs) but it's good kind of weird Hello and welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode 42. This episode is pre-recorded and will be released on YouTube and iTunes and other podcast apps. Please like, subscribe, and comment however you prefer to enjoy the show. Uh, you can send us an email at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me. Uh, you, can send us, you can join us on Discord. Um, I have a link to the Discord in the show notes. Apparently, it's full of trackball users. So if you're not a trackball user, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to make a section. We're going to make a, a two different <laughs> sections. Trackball users. Yeah. Trackball. <laughs> That's a great idea. Regular people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can chat in your appropriate section. <laughs> and be careful. I'm the moderator. If you're not using a yeah. trackball, you might get booted. No. Yeah. We have a way to know. We have a, we have we a have Discord a add-on. We can tell. I can see the a- the accuracy of your mouse. <laughs> yeah, we can see the clicks per minute and the accuracy. We know if you're using a trackball. <laughs> but really, we don't. Please don't believe that. <laughs> None of that was true. <laughs> we just lost all of our Linux users. <laughs> what do you mean they're tracking us? <laughs> Dude, another funny thing from last episode, we talked about... Uh, so I talked about how I was excited for Palea, uh, the carrot yeah, yeah. game. Uh, and I also <laughs> talked about... Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yep, and I can't yep. remember what other games. Well, since then, Starfield. I'll tell you, this is how my gaming, this is how my gaming week has gone. Another guy at work was asking me had I played Baldur's Gate 3. And I said, Have I played Baldur's Gate 3? I've had it since it was in Alpha. And I uh, you know, I've had it since it was in Alpha. I bought it when it was in pre-release. I've owned it for this, you know, for almost two years now. And I've already played through the first chapter. And then, you know, uh, you know, you know, I'm I, <laughs> I'm a Baldur's Gate pro over here, um, <laughs> but I can't play tonight. I'm I'm too busy farming carrots and paleo. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm farming yeah. carrots tonight. Oh, you got yeah. a garden? Yeah, my virtual one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and paleo. Honest, honestly, my my 
my current review of Palea is that I'm rooting for it because, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but they're mm-hmm. obviously an underdog indie development company. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that that definitely shows in playing the game. Now they're very upfront, and they've they've had issues with the game and with the servers, and they you know they they post about it. They say, hey, there was one issue that they were like, we're going to try to fix this. And then they went live with the with the fix, and it was making things it it was making things worse. Some, it didn't work huh. out, and they just came back and they said, "Hey, we're just going to back that change out." <laughs> <laughs> so, like that, you know, they're really upfront, and that's that's a really cool thing. But um, yeah, since it's gone live, I don't know. I logged in. I took a screenshot of it. I logged in uh, last night because I said, "Well, I hadn't checked on the game in a little while, and I want to be able to talk about it tomorrow if we do a podcast." So. Um, I'll log in and see what's going on. And I was underneath the world. Like I could see, <laughs> <laughs> like I was, and I don't even know what, that's just how I logged into the game. And I was like, they're going to think I'm, I'm cheating or something. I'm stealing other <laughs> yeah, people's right. carrots here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going under the ground and folding them down. Like, like freaking, uh, yeah. uh what the, there was a show, there was an old cartoon that the guy would pull the carrots. Oh from, yeah. 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 <laughs> under the ground. Yeah, it's like how <laughs> in, uh, in world of Warcraft, people used to do that where they'd get underneath the ground and then they would use it to cheat PVP. I'm out here stealing oh. people's, I'm stealing cabbages and potatoes and everything out from underneath uh, everybody's, everybody's little camp. Oh man, so That's I don't know. Good. It's it's an interesting concept. I hope it does well. I don't I don't think I'm going to continue playing it though. I don't I don't know that it's for me. But I I yeah I, I haven't even I, started yet. My gaming my gaming life is zero at the moment with yeah <laughs> everything. I uh. <laughs> I think I should be playing Baldur's Gate three. I think that would be that's the that's the most reasonable thing yeah. that I should be and playing. I, I think you. I think from what you talked about it, you enjoy that one the most. Oh yeah, I like it. I guess because I got it in early access, it's not new to me. Like everybody's right. like excited about it right now, but I've already been playing it for a year. You know, and yeah. It's a uh, it's a great game, and I, I logged in and uh, made a new character, and I did see what changes they made at the beginning. And mm-hmm. there, there is a lot of change. It does, it's it's a brand, I mean, I don't want to say it's a brand new game, but it's a say, lot does of it new. feel different? Yeah, I mean, it's the environment is the same. I, I've only played to get, like, to but the like, what I mean area. Is, like, does it feel finished now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Okay, that's, that's what I meant, yeah. So, like, just to give, like, an example, like, one... So in a very minor change, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. like loading, like whenever you first load the game, that screen's different. Okay. Um, and then whenever you log in and make your your character, mm-hmm. that process was different. I mean, it was, it was essentially the same, but there was some differences. And then whenever you, there's a part where you have to make, the, in the new version of the game, they call it your guardian. But in the mm-hmm, original version, mm-hmm. it was like you're like... It was like your love or something. Like it was almost like you were making like <laughs> okay. a romantic interest or something okay. like that. And yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. how it's going to play into the story right. you know, later on. But so they, they changed that slightly. And I, I like the change. I like the new version better. Mm-hmm. And then actually on the like on the mind flare ship at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, there's more items that you can interact with. Okay. Um, and some of them are really neat. So I mean, it's, it's slight like slight differences, but it looks mm-hmm. essentially the same. And uh, oh, and there's a lot of stuff that whenever I originally played it in early access that was unfinished on the mind yeah. ship, and all of that is now finished and 
Obviously, okay. they couldn't release the game with it. Right. And the condition it was in early access was pretty bad. So yeah, I, <laughs> I did watch some videos when it first came out or was, yeah. you know, in early access. And it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, there was like there's like scenes where it's like, you know, you got this like epic like landscape and the ship is like <laughs> falling down. There's flames passing by and then it flashes over to this like, you know, like PS1 graphics mind flare. <laughs> yeah. Tentacles are just sticking straight out. Yeah. <laughs> They fixed all that, so it all looks good now. <laughs> so we got some news this episode, and then we're going to go into discussing our Proxmox setups. Um, I finally have a Proxmox setup. I've been talking about it for two or three episodes now. Um, it's it's very basic, and I can't turn it on. Um, what? <laughs> I can't turn it on right now. But I'll but I'll tell you what. You'll have to wait till we get to that part of the show to find out why. I know that <laughs> okay. it, I know that it works. Okay, I installed Proxmox. Can't turn it on. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh let's see. Um oh, so the first the first thing in the news, uh, which is our uh I guess our dramatic our dramatic topic this episode. Uh we, we wanted to talk a little topic. bit <laughs> <laughs> uh we want to talk a little bit about the uh gamer nexus uh I, I I guess it is versus Linus Tech Tips because um, it's pretty at this point it is from from Gamer Nexus, um, but the Gamer Nexus I said and in the show notes because I wasn't quite ready to say versus uh, Linus Tech Tips conflict. I heard about this actually through completely non tech. Like I don't I don't really watch Linus Tech Tips. Mm-hmm. Gamer Nexus I'll I'll watch. Like I would be looking up a product and I would yes. watch their video on it. Like I, I not like a regular subscriber or follower of that channel or anything, but I was watching a completely non-tech related podcast and they were kind of like comically laughing about this drama going on <laughs> in the tech, in the tech world. And I was like, Oh, I, I need to go. I need to go check that out. What, what's the deal with that? Maybe that'll be interesting to talk about on the podcast. So, so that's, I, I only know about it from watching these three videos that I'm going to reference here. The first video was gamer Nexus's like call out video where he's um, yep. giving, he's giving examples of times where uh, Linus media group has made videos where they've been inaccurate. My take on the whole, on that first video, watching it all the way through, I watched it twice but my take on the whole thing, the gist of it to me is that Linus Media Group is focusing on making content faster than mm-hmm. they can actually keep up with making sure that that content is yep. accurate. And uh, yep. probably the most um, sort of the most damning incident that they bring up in the video is this um, this billet water block situation. Oh, yes. That was which, pretty bad. <laughs> what, yeah, and that was another thing too. Is whenever I whenever I heard the other podcast talking about this situation, I went to the subreddit and uh, for LTT, and the subreddit was talking about the billet water block thing. So I thought that was all it was until I watched the video and I realized that it was it was more than just that. But that seems mm-hmm. to be like that seems to be kind of the the spearhead, like the biggest thing. Um, yeah, I mean, to to be honest, I I don't know if they did, but that video had the potential to put that entire company out of business. The, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because, for sure. because not only did they misrepresent the facts about the water block because they used the wrong used GPU the wrong to test card. it. Yeah. yeah. But they also did not give their best prototype back to the company 
to continue on their research. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that to me personally, that's inexcusable. That, that is almost, that's almost Linus or not Linus himself, but Linus media group, just not caring about anything that has to do with, with this company because they didn't want to give the water block back. And then on top of it, they auctioned it off. Right. Right. And I'm like, that has to be, that can't, to me, that can't be a breakdown of communication. And it just happened. That's intentional. Like we don't care, whatever. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, so I thought about this. I don't think that they did it intentionally as in, oh, we're going to make money off of this. No, no, no. I don't say that. No, no, no. But I I do think that there's like a lack of caring. There's like, right. Whether it's a breakdown in communication. Yeah. Whether not to make money. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, if it had been some small crater that auction, yeah, they probably were just trying to make whatever money they got for it. They, they don't need this. They don't need whatever money that was. No, they yeah, they that. didn't get enough to make um, a difference. Right. Exactly. So I, I don't believe that was the case, but I do think that it's like they, they, that's how they treat these vendors that it's just mm. like, Oh, they're just, mm-hmm. they got a, they got a shelf full of like a hundred things that they've been given and, and that they've gotten the test and they just, it just, this just gets tossed in the, you know, in the, the yeah. bin of that. And yep. there's not even like, you know, they're, they're, it, it, it obviously was easy for them to make that mistake and to mix this up that way. So, I mean, yeah, they're obviously not treating it with the respect that it deserves. Um, especially like this small company, like this, they put a huge investment in, in proportion to whatever the, the, uh, the gross, uh, is for this small company compared to, to Linus media group, just, you know, tossing on a shelf and mistakenly putting it in an auction. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But I guess my point is I do believe it was a mistake um, but, I, but it's a mistake of negligence. You know, it's, it's not yeah. a, it wasn't like a freak accident. And so that video came out. I feel pretty strongly that I agree with, you know, most of the content in that video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I think just stepping away from that video, I really feel like that it is the result of just way, way overworking that's that staff trying to produce videos as yeah. fast as possible. Yep. And I think that it's because they've become more of a corporate structure. They've become more mm. of a corporate company. Um, you know, they have, you know, a hundred million dollars on the line, the value of this company. And they are just like trying to produce as much material as possible mm-hmm. to make yep. more money, which is what a corporation is supposed to do, but they're doing it. And they're doing this thing where they're like, we're entertainment, but we're also going to be like this, like, you know, cold, hard, like, you know, lab, or we're going to do these strict tests and you can, and we're, you, you can rely yeah. on us for that accountability. And it's like, you can't, it, you can't really do both of these things or it, you know, you can't do both of these things in an extremely fast. No, like, right. You need to stop trying to act like you're a speedboat and you're a cruise ship now. You know, like you're a major <laughs> yeah. corporation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be both of those things and, and not do it successfully. So, right? Yeah, so, I, I mean, and and it it does it does send it home for me um, when they were talking about they were doing these interviews with the staff of of LTC. Yeah. yeah. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, they were all saying like, "Well, we wish we had more time. We wish we had more time. We wish we had more time." You know, I'm not really proud with this video that I put out, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. And one I'm guy said, like, rarely am I proud. That's what I meant. Rarely. Yeah. He yeah. said, rarely I mean, is he proud of a video he puts out. That's so, yep. that's so wild, man. That's so wild that they're, 
they're pushing it out that that yep. fast. And and I think I I feel like I know I talked to you about this the other day, but I feel like their quality is actually the quantity of video that come that comes out. Like yeah. if they can do 30 videos a week or whatever they do, I don't know how many they do, but if they can do that, that is the gold number and that yeah. is what they have to do and that to them equals quality not 15 videos that are actually accurate and good you know yeah their goal is quantity like their their goal is to produce as many videos as possible right and and you know they're 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 like this huge corporation that is making money off of another huge corporation that they don't control because i mean they're all their money is basically made off of youtube and they don't control YouTube. They don't control the algorithm. If if YouTube says that in order for you to be successful in this field, you need to put out 30 videos a week. Otherwise, yep. you're going to get eaten up by uh, Gamer Nexus or whoever the other <laughs> content Yeah, whatever. Are. Yeah, not that they like, can even touch them. <laughs> right. I know. I, but like, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, like, you're exampling. Yes. And, and then tomorrow, <laughs> Google changes that. And they say, well, now, you know, I don't know what it could be. But like now we only we only like two minute videos. And so now they have to figure out how do they... How do they keep the same ranking in YouTube right. but only by making two minute videos and, and somehow keeping that still fair and accurate to these like tests that they're performing? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, it's a really difficult it, situation for them yeah. to be in. Um, and I'm not saying that as a, a way of saying, Oh, you know, they should be forgiven for this. Um, mm-hmm, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that this gives them an, uh, an, an off ramp. I think that you shouldn't run a corporation off the back of some other corporation that you don't control. Like to me, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's spelling disaster. Yep. Um, but anyway, so that video came out and then the apparent, and this is what, this is the part of the story I'm missing, but there was some responses by Linus. Um, yeah. I think by Linus directly. And I think this is another part of the problem and something that they kind of, they kind of touch on whenever they release the, the third video, the Linus video or the, yeah. the Linus media group video is that like, they're this huge corporation. They have a CEO. that's not Linus. Linus is like some kind of community organizer. I don't know what he is, but like, they're still trying to run the channel as if, Oh, this is just Linus and his buds. And they yeah. do this in their yeah. free time and in his bedroom, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they're trying to run it. Like it's like this, like still like this, this little ten, YouTube ten person, channel. Yeah. 10 right, person yeah. YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a huge, you know, they're Disney now. <laughs> <laughs> they're Disney yeah, for the for, as an exaggeration, but yeah, they're like yeah, there's this huge company like they they can't they can't still be using Linus as like the hip face of this, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yep. So, so there's a gap in there that we don't know what the response was or what or what came out. Yep. But then there's uh, the most recent Gamer Nexus like news updates that they do like a weekly news thing. They touch mm-hmm. on it again. And they talk about how ridiculous the response was, you know, saying that they said, well, we didn't sell the water block. We auctioned it, you know, or <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. So there was um, no sale involved. It was it was literally just given in auction. Right. How does that work? <laughs> and there's a uh, and there's also video. I saw there was video from the the WAN show or something where they talk about it. Um, and I know what, and this might've been in the first, this might've been in the first Gamer Nexus video, not the second, but there was some comment where, you know, they said, oh, we know that we realized that we had made a mistake by putting the, 
the uh, billet water block on the wrong graphics card. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had already shot the entire video and yes. we weren't going to spend something like $500. <laughs> yeah. Um, to- yeah. <laughs> and I found, I found it funny when he said that because I, I think he intentionally said $500 in people's time because he wanted yeah. to, to send home the fact that it was $500 yeah. plus people's time. Like he wanted to make sure he was like, you know, no, including got, the people's time I, in that. I kind of got like, I kind of got that this response was like, oh, well, if I, because come on, Linus doesn't care about five. Linus personally doesn't care about $500. No, he would burn it in it in, in, right in front of you and just right. throw it. Yeah. I mean, on a pragmatic <laughs> level, he may realize what $500 is because uh, he hasn't always been this guy, but like he does like. He he doesn't five hundred dollars to go back and correct an entire video. He doesn't care about that. I yeah. think he said it in, and this is just my belief. I think he said it in that moment because he was thinking, "How can I make this seem more in touch with regular yes, people?" Exactly. And the the people listening to this podcast would see five hundred dollars as like a lot of money to go back yes. and spend as a reshoot. That's how I kind <laughs> right. of felt like, and maybe that wasn't his intention, but that's what it felt like here in no, that back. I I totally agree with you now that you say that because that that yeah. would definitely hit home with people that he's you know because because he is trying to to appease the the people who that would be a lot of money to because he's trying to put these videos out to help people quote unquote save money um oh yeah by making oh yeah smart really good point yeah decisions really good point so so yes i can see him definitely doing that to try to to steer it in that direction and before we move on to the final video another thing about that whole like response on the wan show yeah was it was whenever someone you see this a lot in like in like other communities. Oh, that Star Trek movie is the worst movie ever. You know, oh that <laughs> yep. that that uh you know, oh that uh that game I never play that game. This is the worst, you know, that's just it, it, whenever someone has like an absolute yeah, like such right. a such a like like such a like far fetched, like this is beyond even discussing or reasoning or debating about it's because they don't want to discuss reason or debate it it's because they don't have the answer and so they're trying to they're trying to make it so outlandish as to divert away from it yep um you know because he's like he's like we didn't go back and reshoot it because even if it had been 20 degrees cooler it still is not worth it's a bad product and nobody (laughs) should buy it like that's literally (laughs) i guess i i believe that is literally what he said and they're very just, close. Yeah. Uh, that, that some to me, that sounds like somebody that just does not want to continue this discussion. And right. so I'm right. just going to say the most, th- I, my stance is so far that you're not going to move me on it. So we just should just stop talking about it. Yep. And I feel like that was, a, that's, that's another reason that like people were upset about this particular mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that brings us to the third, the third video. And this one is uh, Linus Media Group's response back to this whole situation. And the interesting thing about this video, and, and I'll, I'll start on a good note. I think it was a good idea to do what they did with starting with a new CEO, go to the product manager, go to the community manager, go to the, to the, right. the head of the lab department to show that, hey, this company, this channel... This is not just Linus. Like right now, it looks like it's Gamer Nexus. I'm not even sure that guy's name. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know either. But it's the guy from Gamer Nexus versus Linus. And, you know, th- th- this is just 
internet drama and Linus is the bad guy. They did a good job, I thought, by showing that this was not just Linus. Right. This is a yep. company and there's a lot of people that work here and we're all part of this, like, you know, right. output. And not to put the blame on them, but just to show, like, just from a PR standpoint, just to show that, like, this is this is not just one guy that you can hate. This is this is a group of people, and we make mistakes. Yep. Um, and I thought that was the right direction to take the video. After, but but in the messaging of the video, there was a few moments that just kind of struck me as kind of odd. D- did you mm. feel this way? Do, do you know what I mean? Or am I way off base here? No, you're 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 totally yeah. You know, you're totally on base because I I I don't know. I don't know if it was because of the way they filmed the video or or how it was, but it was one of those. I always so there's several videos like this on Linus's uh, channel or whatever LMG okay. channel. And anytime they do a video like this, I always I always feel like it's so scripted. Yes. Yes. And it's just there's just something off. Like it's very, yeah. very like, okay, we gotta get this out now. I don't care. And that's like they do all their videos, you know? Right. And we just gotta get this out. Yeah. And I don't care what the script sounds like, we're just going. Yeah. And, I, I, and there's several videos like that on his so, channel that they've done this backpedaling kind of situation. Like it's not quite as bad as pulling out a ukulele and singing a song about your no. apology. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. No. But, there's just but, a, something slightly <laughs> off. Yeah. I, it's I'll just the piccolo. What, yeah. I'll tell you what it felt like is uh if you've ever watched or like whenever you watch an actor, oh, I'll tell you. I have an IMDb page. Yeah. And I'm in I'm in two credits on IMDb. And if you watch me in those credits, which one actually is a really good uh, one is a really good move. Well, mm, I, mm. I don't want to say one's really good and one's really bad because I'm friends with both of these people. But let's just say one <laughs> one is more credibility than the other. But I am not the credibility. I uh, I look so wooden. And whenever you watch <laughs> me deliver lines, you can tell. I'm just delivering this line. Like you right. like I'm not I'm not saying it. The character's not saying yep. it. It is is Bo McCoy delivering this <laughs> this line. <laughs> and there was so much of that and and that video where it just felt like yep. I just felt like I was watching even the part like like even the parts where they would try to um like there's one part where like you know Linus is talking and then he says, mm-hmm, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm getting emotional again. I need to just stop it there." I totally 100% feel like that was planned. Like they, they put yeah. that in there on purpose. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't seem real to me. And see, I don't know. I, I agree with you. And I yeah. don't know if that's because it's like my, my, my mind, my, my small mind thinking that, Oh, yeah. this is a big corporation. How could he possibly yeah. think like, Oh, right. it's, he cares about why would they like script this? everybody else? So precisely. Yeah. To the point that they're literally finishing each other's sentences. And then right. they get, and then they let him just have this like free, like he just right. has, yeah. after he just got in trouble. Well, <laughs> he didn't admit to getting in trouble, but right, it, it but. seems like he just got in trouble for going off the cuff uh, yeah. and representing the entire company. Um, I mean, his name is in the company. It's hard to separate those two things. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Yep, yep. Papa John's Pizza, baby. You know, like how- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're you nailed it right there. That is so true. That yeah. is so true. I, mean, I don't think Linus has ever said the N word, but <laughs> no, but 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 it's along the same lines yeah. with with the the person who is on the naming is the identity is the per- of the company. Yes, the identity. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I was joking about the N word thing. I'm sure there's no, I'm sure there's no, 
No, <laughs> trust me, we know about that. That would be oh, a big thing. <laughs> there actually is one funny clip, but it was an innocent. It was an innocent clip. The hard R clip. Have you seen that? No. Oh man, it's it's funny. It's innocent. Oh, wait, 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 on the podcast when they're doing the yeah. podcast. He yes, yes, that, yes. I saw that clip. He yeah, yeah, that yeah. Term stands for something else, but yeah, his, co- his co-host, his co-host is like. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, I just thought the response kind of sounded wooden. Although I think yeah. if I were an HR person advising the company, I would have told them to do something like this. But I think that um, maybe they were candid. Maybe they were candid. It's just that if the company that I work for, if they said, oh, we're going to make this candid video, we want to hear your honest opinion about this situation. I would write it ahead of time. So, I mean, even if it wasn't provided to them, they're probably writing and reciting something. Yeah. Um, even if they wrote it themselves, I, I don't know, but I, you know, that's giving it, that is probably giving it the most benefit of the doubt that you could possibly right. give it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it doesn't feel, it doesn't yeah, feel and if, real. If you, so if you, compare that video to the one where they're actually telling you, Oh, we need more time for these videos and stuff like that. It's oh, a yeah. totally different vibe. Hundred percent different vibe. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like that seemed like that seemed like genuine. Like I'm yes, sl- I'm slipping this in here. You know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. like <laughs> this is how I really. I feel hope the kind of I thing. hope the boss doesn't hear me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But the the one thing I will say is that you know even it, I, I believe all this is true, and even at even as it being true, I don't think this should like ruin. Linus Media Group forever. I don't think yeah. that people should stop listening to the WAN. Show I think they or can come back from channel. this. It's just they have to course correct and yeah, they need make to, things right. They need to they need to course correct, make things right, and apologize. And I think that's what yes. they did. Even if we were joking about how wooden it felt, um, and it's a corporate apology. It, it it should be a corporate apology. They are a corporation. I think they need yes. to quit pretending like they're just Linus. Like yep. like they are a corporation. That's okay. This was a corporate apology. Um, probably more than we'd get from any other corporation of this level. Um, and so I, I'm okay with that. I think the problem up to this point was it felt like Linus was being the face, and mm. Linus was not willing to admit fault. He just kept trying to like blame it on something else. He couldn't right. possibly be at fault for this. Even the times whenever he did say he was at fault, it was always in some, you know, there was always some sort of gaslighting or backhanded yeah. attachment to it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I got you. I agree. But I, but I agree with the premise of the video. Linus is not the face. He, he's the face of the company because his name's in the title, but he's not the only person that works there. And I think yep. they apologized. I want to, and they're taking a week off from posting. I, I hope that they come, they have to come out of this with a slower posting schedule and yeah, that's what's going to help this. Right. They yep. either need to commit to being a hundred percent entertainment and yep. they're sort of like what we do where we're like, you know, we are reactionary. We look at things and we react to it versus they are 100 or they, they can't do this. Like we're, we're 60% entertainment and we're 40% <laughs> <Yeah>. accurate uh, <laughs> journalistic reporting. And uh, whenever we make a mistake that right. falls in the 60%, but whenever we get something right, that falls in the 40%. Yeah. Like, and the only way they could even manage that is if they split the company. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Two, two channels. One is strictly, you know what? They could do that. They could, they could do, they could do like a strictly, we, we're just doing, we're just yep. doing testing. We're just doing ratings. We're just doing comparisons. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's meant to be entertaining as so far as that type of material is entertaining. 
Right. And then on the second channel, this is where they get to do the WAN show and they get to go back and look at the the things that were reported right. on this other channel, but they get to be the speculation and the reaction to it. That that's probably their best their best uh path I mean that's forward. that's what I would do because I, I, I think they need to just split it and, and focus solely on both things a hundred percent because that's the only way they could do it. Yeah. It's kind of like what we were talking about last week with um, Linux Mint trying to do too many things, trying to spin yeah. too many plates. Yep, yep. At a certain point, you need to decide what you really want to do and do that thing way better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, well, we talked about this more than I expected. Next up in the news, we have... Um, oh, this is a very uplifting and nice um, story to go in right after this. Um, let me do the presentation mode. Valve is selling certified refurbished Steam decks. Um, hmm, okay. The 512 gig Steam deck is actually like $100 less in the 512 uh, oh, wow. gigabyte uh, normal. So they're pretty good deals. And it sounds like, you know, certified refurbished. I've had good luck in the past. I've never bought a Valve product certified refurbished. But, you know, when I used to work at Geek Squad, we would replace things as certified refurbished. And people would always you know, kind of be leery of it. But a lot of times we saw better like results from the refurbished things than we did from the original product. Hmm, that's there's, interesting. In some cases, there's actually better QA in, in the, uh, or QC in the refurbished than yeah. in the original. Um, interesting. Because a, a lot of times the original is made by like a machine and the refurbished has to be more hands-on because someone has to inspect it as they do it. That's true. That's um, true. Yep. And also I trust valve with something like this. And so, yeah. The way this is going to work is you can buy a certified refurbished. The The way their inventory is based on returns of broken mm. um, Steam decks. So, you know, there's going to be times where maybe they're low on uh, inventory and they can't sell a certain model or something like that. Hopefully, we don't want a whole bunch of people returning their, <laughs> their Steam yeah. decks. But, you know, um, it's going to be based on those returns. If something goes wrong with your Steam deck and you have to have it replaced under warranty, it's going to be one of these refurbished that replaces it. Um, and also if you buy a refurbished and there's some or sort of issue with it, and then you return that it'll be replaced with a refurbished. Cause there was kind of a loophole yeah. there for a while where it's like you could buy a, uh, certified refurbished, like Samsung tablet or something, and then intentionally damage it and then return it. And they would replace it with a new one in some cases. Ah. Um, so they've gotten around that loophole. You'll get a, you'll get another certified refurbished they must get an exuberant amount of, of returns that are still good, you know, fixable. Yeah, that's true. For them to be so, able to, to do this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, no, this is good. This is great. I mean, you know, I, I was, I, I've been on the fence to get a Steam Deck just because I don't want to spend the money on something that I potentially might not use. But I mean, yeah. 100 bucks off, eh, maybe. It, we'll it's see. true. It's true that you still, I mean, I I just got mine back out and started trying to use it again just to try to get more use out of it because uh, as long as I've had mine I've only used it a, a few times. Yeah. And it was mostly just to review it. I really haven't used it like practically, but I I want to do some video content of playing games on the Steam Deck. And also, a friend of mine who recently purchased a Steam Deck uh was asking me about getting a certain game working and mm. it made me think that I should make a video about that 
because there's probably other people asking the same question. That's yeah. That is one of the best things about the Steam Deck is so your friend needs to know mm. how to get this game working. You can literally go put it on your system, get it working, and say this is exactly what you have to do. And there's yeah. they they just do exactly that thing, and it works. It's not like you know, oh, I'm on Fedora and you're mm-hmm. on Mint, and yeah. you know, I did this and this worked. Well, that didn't work for me. You know, it's not like that anymore. Unless that, I that is really the, uh, nice. The Nabarro Steam Deck project or whatever. Well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll do it, but don't do it before you help your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Next up, Proton DB has now added a tab for desktop and a tab for Steam Deck. That so, that is so nice because I don't know how many times I've had to filter through all of the Steam Deck ones. And I mean sometimes they do help, but yeah. It's nice to have a specific PC one. I didn't really, I recognize now after going to the site and looking at it, I didn't really recognize what the benefit of this was going to be because like you, I have gone to ProtonDB and then I've seen that like, oh, this person did this on their Steam Deck. And in most cases, I'm installing something that uh, is similar enough that it'll just still work on, on my desktop. Yeah. But I can see after flipping through this. So like I just picked payday two is the first game that shows up. If you go to explore. Mm. Um, and if I switch between steam deck and PC, I can just at a glance tell that the results are very different. Yeah. Right. Um, for one thing, let's say you're using an NVIDIA graphics card, then you're not going to care about the same flags that someone mm-hmm. that is on a steam deck is going to care about. Nope. Not um, at all. <laughs> and there's an example of that uh, here on this uh, payday, payday two. It looks like you want to enable all of this, these extra flags that you're not going to care about on the on the Steam Deck. So yeah, this is a good <laughs> you change. Know- it's funny because this game says it's native <laughs> and people are oh, yeah. still posting posting helps to get it working. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Oh, it's, or does that mean it's as good as native? Maybe oh maybe I don't know oh, I thought native gold. meant no you're right you're right because gold is like the highest you look look there's like less there's less, there's less like helps like actual flags for this one than there was for that dude one. that's crazy you're right we just <laughs> I, I there's no shade on payday two I just picked that at random but yeah no dude, no it's just funny because it's it's a native game and it's like I've had that experience yeah. ever since ever since uh, Proton has come out that these native games just aren't nearly as good as some of the proton games <laughs> proton compatible version over the native version because it is better and it just it just works it doesn't have any yeah this problem. is counter-strike global offensive here this is 100 percent native uh yeah. to linux and there's still like a ton of flags although i could see counter-strike has like a user base of like like just absolute modders so they're probably <laughs> yeah here's how to cheese the game <laughs> here's how to get the wall hacks working in, yo, in, yo. <laughs> in Proton. discord io had a data breach this is a this is a scary topic yeah i don't think we never used that i, I haven't mm-hmm. heard of it yeah so we don't gotta I, worry I don't think about so that. I, I don't know enough about discord bots and all that kind of thing to actually yeah like use this but this Discord IO is a, a third-party app used for Discord. Users' information was was leaked. They have a, li- a list here of um, 
non-sensitive information, things like your internal user ID, information about your avatar, your status, your coin balance, your API key, but they, they note that the, the API key does not give access to your account. Mm, um, mm. They also have a, a list of potentially sensitive information um, that was stolen. Your, your username, uh, your Discord ID, your real Discord ID, um, mm. your email address, your billing address, and a salted and hashed version of your password. So they didn't get mm. in plain text passwords, but they did get um, hashed passwords. Mm. So, uh yeah. I think the company actually went under because of this. Yeah. So if you go to Discord IO now, um, you agree with this. This is the page. It says uh, an important update on Discord IO. We are stopping all operations for the foreseeable future. Yeah, on, that's crazy. On the night of the 14th of August, Discord IO <laughs> suffered major data breach resulting in content from our database being leaked to unknown actors. We Hmm. were made aware of the breach later on in the day. And after confirming the content of the breach, we decided to shut down all services and operations. That's crazy. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, Nope, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's, it's wild. Uh, anyone who's used it, uh, yeah, just, uh, FYI, <laughs> your data probably was, you know, mm-hmm. given out. <laughs> yeah. Home Labs. Everything you ever wanted to know about them, but was afraid to ask. <laughs> 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 so uh, my Home Lab saga, I've been talking about on the show how I wanted to build a Proxmox system so that I could build a VM with GPU pass through using my old NVIDIA uh, 1060. And, um, and uh, use it for video editing because I'm always screws, screwing up this desktop and um, then having to wait until I fix it again to use uh, video editing. Plus, I'll let you in on another secret. I have an Adobe subscription and I want to edit the video using Adobe uh, suite yeah, of software. I mean, you can't, you can't use Linux for that, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I tried once to run a, a virtual machine and then run uh, Adobe Premiere and hmm. virtual machine and give it GPU pass through and all this stuff. Oh, it was terrible. It was, it was, it was <laughs> un- kind unusable. Of yeah, it was unusable. <laughs> uh, so, so that's, so that I want to, I want to build a VM on Proxmox, install my Adobe suite on it and only use it for, I only use Premiere Pro. I, I don't, I, you know, and there's great video editing on Linux. You don't necessarily have to, but this is just something I'm, I'm already paying for. And they like lock you in for six months or a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I get you there. Even if I wanted to cancel it, I gotta, I gotta wait till the end of my subscription. Um, and there are some features while I love Caden live, uh, there's DaVinci resolve. Um, there's, there's a bunch of different ones that you can use on Linux. Um, there's still just features in premiere that I I want to use. Don't necessarily need to, but things that I want to use. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and so my plan was I built a Proxmox setup. I destroy this Windows installation that I have on my <laughs> desktop right now. Destroy. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm I'm, bo- I'm dual booting. I quit dual booting. <laughs> I quit <laughs> dual booting on my desktop and I I only run Linux on my desktop. I use it for gaming and all of my normal, you know, even like artistic endeavors I prefer to do on Linux. It, it is literally just video editing that I'm still kind of hung up on uh, Windows installation on. And so I'm going to make a VM with video pass through just for that. 
And the argument has always been, well, I have a whole nother computer sitting over here. Why install Proxmox on it? Why don't just install Windows on it and then just use that for video editing? And uh, we keep saying, well, it's because then we would just wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel as as nerdy and as fun to, you know, we want to build a virtual environment. This is what yeah, we want to do. Right. Another reason is it would be nice to only have one desktop set up, you know, without having to KVM and switch between the two that, that yeah. I, I could just launch in a window windows and, <laughs> and do my video editing and then kill that window. And I never yep. had to leave this PC. Um, I think that's a cool enough feature that that's, that's, I want to do it this way. Yep. Yep. It's definitely, uh, definitely worth it. If once you get it working and everything. Yeah. So the real question is on my VM, do I build a Hackintosh or do I, <laughs> do I just use my windows key and, and, uh, install window? Ah, uh, that's a good question because Hackintosh pretty cool. Yeah. It's a pretty cool <laughs> idea. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it may, it may, I don't know how Hackintoshes work. I watched a few videos about installing a Hackintosh on just a normal desktop, no virtualization involved. And people were saying that the preferred method is to virtualize it in something like Proxmox. Yeah. That yeah, it, yeah. you actually get better performance doing it that way than installing it bare metal. Interesting. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that performance was better, but that was, they were saying that's the better preferred results. installation yeah. method. Yeah. 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 Um, interesting. So, I don't know. It is very interesting. I think I'd still have to buy a copy of Mac OS, whatever. Um, I don't even know if you can now. Oh, can really? You just buy a copy? I think you have to have like a Mac now to actually do all this. Oh, so I am. After all, I'm going to have to buy a MacBook Pro. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll research that. I'll research that. You used to, you, I think you might. You be used right. to be able to, I yeah. know, because I, I did buy several. When several I worked at Best Buy, systems. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, I don't know. Huh. I could be wrong. <laughs> That's interesting. But let me tell you how far I got. So I installed Proxmox uh, last night and it went so smoothly. It was. The install is really nice on Proxmox. It I was easier than installing Fedora. You know what I mean? Like it was so, <laughs> yeah. it was so smooth. Um, I installed it, got it on my network. I gave it a local name. Uh, it's already, well, it's not running right now. I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it was already ready to run headless. I just, you know, once you, once you yep. install it and restart it, it, it comes up to a screen that gives you the IP address you go to another computer on the same network and just go to that IP address and then boom, you got your console. So I thought I was going to set all that up, but uh, it's just part of the installation. I used all default settings. I mean, I basically set my time zone and I said what yep. I wanted to name the thing. And that's about it. And it was uh, after that, it was all, it was all set up and the interface. I love the interface. Yeah. The um, interface is really nice, especially when you start getting VMs set up that yeah. like, uh, the data that you get out of that it's so nice <laughs> so what i did was and i should credit this guy let's see if i can find i should have got this before i got it right here so i used i'll link it in the show notes but there's a proxmox uh helper scripts and he has yes, a, a github page okay mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the, I'm, I'm probably this is my first experience with proxmox so I'm, i might be talking like you know, veteran Proxmox users are like, oh yeah, well, that's that's Jeff's website. We all know Jeff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. 
so I went to this website and they have a uh, Proxmox VE tools. And in that drop down, there's a Proxmox VE post install script. And if you run this one line of, uh, of code from this website, that you don't know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> totally safe. Yeah. In totally addition to it. giving this guy all your Bitcoin, um, <laughs> it, uh, it goes through and does like all of these, like, you know, just options that like yeah, little tweaks. Yeah. Yeah. Little tweaks that almost everybody does. And it's just sort of the community. Like everybody kind of agrees that these are the correct tweaks to do. It sets you to uh, a test repo, a non-subscription repo, um, it even turns off the like uh, the subscription nag. So whenever you first install Proxmox, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it'll 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 pop up and keep nagging you to to um to to purchase a like, yeah. A professional that's a pain license. to get rid of if you want to do it manually. I yeah, never this, do because it's such a pain. This script will do it, man. You just run the script and you just keep hitting yes. And uh, I don't think I can do that though, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If it if you're giving this guy all your Bitcoin, he deserves it because uh, <laughs> he deserves because <laughs> it works. <laughs> Still, all the Bitcoin you want, uh, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll link that. I'll link that in the show notes. But I did that, and then uh, and then my and then my server cut off. And uh, oh no, <laughs> what happened? What did he do? What did Jeff do? <laughs> I thought Jeff did something. Yeah, so I so I I I turn it back on, boots back up. Um, I also used uh, the the Proxmox helper scripts to install a different theme, and then I changed oh, okay. the theme, and it cut off again. And Uh-oh. I said, "What the heck is going on over here?" Uh, you know. I'm brand new to this. Maybe I did something wrong. I don't know. No, well, that definitely shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out my CPU fans are not working. Oh. And so I built, I built this machine and it'll run long enough for the CPU to get to its like, yep, yep, <laughs> to its yep. cut off TJ Maxx. And then yeah. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts oh, off. Man. And because Proxmox doesn't take a whole lot to run, it, it actually stays on for a little while before it'll cut off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's got a liquid cooler um because it's my it's my old liquid cooler. Um okay. and it's a it's a um closed system, so it's I don't have to worry about it, you know, refilling it or anything like that. It's pumping the fluid, but the fans are not working. Right, right. So eventually so it can only dissipate warm. so much heat without yeah. <laughs> the fans. So uh I gotta fix I gotta figure out what that and they're new fans. So either I ordered new fans and they just came in duds or there's uh, something hooked up wrong in the case. Um so anyway, now I need to set up GPU pass through whenever I build a VM. Yeah. Well the first thing I did was set up my my storage array. I say array, I only got one drive, but eventually it will be an array. Okay. Before I tell you what I chose, I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. LVM versus ZFS. Just which one? Are you you're right yeah. off the cuff? You want me to say ZFS hundred <laughs> percent? I knew you were going to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> I I I will use LVM in certain scenarios, especially like if you need um uh on your boot drive to encrypt it. Fine, mm. but like if it's storage disks, it's ZFS all the way because you can't. You you can't not trust it. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's so good. <laughs> so what are the features that you use in ZFS versus LVM? Because so I did I I am more familiar with LVM because okay. that's, yeah yeah that's what we used to use in the environment that I used to work in, and um and so I chose LVM 
and okay. because it felt the most familiar to me. I mean, I get that. I understand the familiarity situation. Yeah. And but I did some research and I and I put a link in the show notes that goes into uh more detail than I'm sure we're gonna talk about, but I'll put it in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um the gist of the re of the research that I did was that LVM is faster, but usually by some margin, like it's probably not, you know, not night and day noticeable, but it is faster. Hmm. And 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 I believe it's easier to manage because I just am familiar with it. Okay. But it doesn't have the features that ZFS has, like deduplication, uh, mm. backups. Um, like ZFS has all sorts of features because it is a yes. file system instead of just a volume manager. But I don't think I'll use any of those features. Okay. But I've never had a Proxmox server before, so I don't... Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the thing is, is like you, you have to have a pretty robust setup and yeah. maybe even multiple systems to really get all the features out of ZFS. Um, my, but like, I think if my primary purpose was storage, like I was yes. backing up a bunch of movies and stuff like that, then, right. then maybe I'd have a different opinion. But like my primary purpose for this is going to be to build VMs to use, to build uh, VMs that can kind of be like local web services that I can use. But I, I don't have like a big cache of movies and things, right? TV and, shows and, I, and stuff like I that. I do agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, if you're more familiar with LVM, it's not going to hurt to use that for for that kind of a situation. But yeah, yeah if you wanted to store the videos that we are making, yeah, I would say ZFS because that's going to be way more trustworthy. I could see keeping family photos, like there, you know, people out there, but yeah. that's not that big. I don't see why people need so much storage for stuff like that. No, that doesn't take up a whole lot of storage. Now, like videos, family video and stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah, does that take could. quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. Especially yeah, now 4K cameras and all that crap. It's it's a lot. And honestly, my family um, doesn't do enough of that. We take a lot of photos, but not a lot of videos. Um yeah, and we probably yeah. should we probably should do more. Um, but anyway, so uh yeah, so I thought it was an interesting conversation that we should have, even though I had already made my choice and I'm sticking with it. But if you're if you're out there listening to this and considering making a Proxmox, I think that's probably the dividing thing is whether you're looking for performance because you're spinning up VMs and using them versus am I spinning up, you know, some sort of NAS, you know, service and I'm going to I'm going to want to deduplicate um, files and, and that sort of thing. Then you're probably going to be interested in ZFS. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the next thing I got to figure out is I haven't built a VM yet. Um, well, the very next thing I got to figure out is the fan thing. Um, yeah. But then after the fans, I need to build a VM. I want to build a VM of like of Linux distro, of a Windows distro. I may actually make a Hackintosh. I'll see how difficult it is. <laughs> I'd um, be so interested to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to make these as, as uh, templates. And that way I can, I can use them to build future VMs. Yeah, no, that's good. Yep. And in my, in my previous job, I, I did Ansible automation for deploying SimpliVity VMs and configuration after deployment, and all that kind of stuff. So I think I want to build mm -hmm. an Ansible VM and keep that Ooh, as okay. a nice little option um, that if I need to make changes to, to one, I can, I can uniform. That's a good that. idea. And then, uh, and then I got to figure out video pass through. I got to figure out the GPU pass through. That's feature. yeah, that's not a really hard thing anymore. It used to be kind of a, a crazy pain in the neck, but okay. now it's not that's too good. hard. Um, I, I'll, maybe I'll be able to find the video or the 
the links that I use to do it, but um, okay. I'll have to get that to you. If you do that, can you use video pass through? Does it, do you have to say, okay, this VM is allowed to use uh, this graphics card for pass through or can like two VMs share it? No, it's you dedicate it to a VM. That makes it makes sense to me. I was just I just was wondering. Could That's be. what the pass through part is. It literally passes it through as if you're literally plugging that graphics card into that VM physically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you could have it if you turned one off and turned another on, right? Yeah, I think you could do that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But as soon as you tried to turn the second one on, I, it would probably either just break both of them or just not turn on. <laughs> oh yeah 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 it probably wouldn't let you turn it on i would i would think that they would be smart enough to know that this device is not available yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure that's what would happen so because here's what i'm thinking is i want a windows installation just so i can use adobe premiere but then right. if we had an arch installation or a, a a linux installation that was identical to my desktop mm-hmm. only using an nvidia graphics card versus an arc a770 that way uh, we could test both um, yeah, in virtualization yeah, yeah. and you know, the windows I'll only need to spin up in either case. I'll only need to spin those machines up to do those tests and those tasks. Right. I won't exactly. need it all the time. So no, that could be possible also. I think this is going to open a lot of opportunities for testing for the show. Yeah, it's definitely going to be going to be good. Yeah, we're going to start our own test lab and we're going to be the authority (laughs) of comparing different (laughs) Linux distros and we're always going to get it right. (laughs) And we'll post 30 videos a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to amp this up to 30 videos a week. We're going from one video a month to 30 a week. Anyway, that's where I'm at on on my home lab setup. I in just a few hours, I've already... I've already kind of uh, learned a lot and uh, I'm, I'm, I can, I can already tell, yeah. I yeah. already tell like I'm bitten by the bug. I'm going to start researching yeah. uh, home assistant. Proxmox is that. really nice. Like you yeah. can do so much with it. Well, tell me, tell me about your, uh, your setup and what you've, what you've got going on. Well, so uh, <laughs> my setup is kind of in limbo at the moment with Proxmox. Okay. So I installed uh, I, 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 okay, let me start this. Uh, it's a small Dell, like little mini, like PC. Mm-hmm. So it's got like a five, uh, 256 gig hard drive in it. Um, that's it. I don't have a second hard drive. I can put one in, but I haven't yet. And I installed Proxmox 8, the newest version on that. And for some reason, it would be up for like, maybe like three hours four hours and then it would just lose connection and i couldn't get it back and i'd have to actually shut it off and turn it back on well i i plugged it into my monitor and i was looking at the logs and stuff and it was this a a um acpi um error that kept happening and i'm like oh crap what is this so i'm thinking it maybe maybe was getting some sort of like bios error or whatever so i reflashed the bios and all this stuff and it just kept happening kept happening so Hmm. I backed up. Well, I thought I backed up my VMs. Oh no! To a separate drive, I plugged in a USB drive. I like a USB uh, 2.5 inch hard drive. Mm-hmm. I thought I backed them up to that hard drive, and I did not wipe. Which I'm glad I did not. I did not wipe that drive, but I switched out the drives with another drive. Installed Proxmox Seven because I wanted to see if it was an eight issue because I had seven installed before with no issues, and um, that was a while ago now. 
And so I, I installed that. And when I plugged my, my drive in and tried to restore the VMs, there was nothing there. My, my folders or directories were there, but there was nothing inside of them. So, uh. <laughs> but luckily I still have the original disc that does have the backups on it. So I just have to swap them out and actually get them onto the drive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's my, so it's kind of in limbo right now, but. Prior to that, when I did have it working, yeah, um, I had three VMs on there. One was my Unify controller, which is a whole mess of disaster to try to get going. I mean, there are like 50 videos about it, and yeah, 49 of them are wrong. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's another thing I was I'm kind of interested in. I don't know if it'll work with my uh, um, I have an Ubiquity router, but it's not um, it's not one of the Unify ones. Yeah, I don't think it will. Uh, I think it has yeah. to be a Unify specific router. That's, I right. So as part of this home lab setup, I had to buy a switch for upstairs, and I just bought the cheapest uh, switch I could get. Um, uh, it's, okay. it's an unmanaged switch, um, but eventually I want to buy one similar to yours. Um, I don't think yeah. I need as many ports as you do, but um, I have twenty four. I don't need that either, but. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, actually, um, I was sent that, uh, by a friend of mine, um, hey, actually man, listens I to need, podcast. I need, and he, I need he, friends like yours, man. Oh my gosh. Dude. I, 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 I thank him. I thank him tremendously for the things that he's done for me. And then we, we, we actually, we actually spent the whole day setting unify up me and him. We were both doing it at the same time. Oh yeah. And uh, it was a tremendous help. And yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I got the Unified controller up and that was fine. I had all my stuff set up. I, I got my VLAN set up and that has to do with, with PFSense and all that. I had to set up PFSense. Um, so then I, I had two other VMs. One was a RHEL VM that was basically going to be my container. Like they do Podman. Um mm. And I had cockpit. Okay, so RHEL with cockpit pre-installed, like they have it, you can just click a button and it installs it for you. That yeah. like does everything you could possibly need for for a web front end for a VM. Yeah. It's pretty freaking nice. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I've seen an old version of it, but yeah, yeah. Like like if you try to install cockpit on Ubuntu, you have to do a ton of setup just oh, to wow. get it yeah. working. But RHEL has it like perfect. It's it's beautiful. Hmm. Um. And okay, so I have that on my Proxmox. Then I have two other desktop server, whatever, you know, systems that run TrueNAS Scale, which is like, so TrueNAS is like FreeNAS, okay. but it's the Linux version. Okay. Yeah. That's what the scale, scale is. I don't know. They, they just named it that. Um, so I have two of those. They run ZFS through and through. So my TrueNAS scale servers are all based on Austin Powers. <laughs> so, okay. so, well, all my setup is, so like my one server is called number two, which is, you know, yeah. number two. Then the other one is Scott Evil, which is his son, <laughs> the, the Dr. Evil son. Okay. Um, my desktop is Dr. Evil. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have a clever naming thing like this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and oh, I, I forgot. My my Proxmox server is called Shark. Oh and, man. And the domain for it is shark.frickin.laserbeam. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I need to come up with something clever. I called mine like Prox One. 
<laughs> well, I used to do all that stuff, and then I'm like, you know what? I, I'm gonna spaz, uh, snazz it up a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta come up with something, some of the Star Trek so, related or something. So my TrueNAS scale server with that's number two. That one is my Plex container. I pretty much run all my Plex stuff through yeah. that. I, I have. 12 terabytes of storage. That's another that thing that is like trackball mice. People that are into Plex are like so into Plex. <laughs> My brother-in-law, like he, that's like all he talks about is his Plex. I'll be like, yeah, like I'm serious. Like I see the guy like three times a year and you know, <laughs> really, is his Plex. And I, I'm like, Hey, how's it going? What you been, what you know? What are you doing these days? And he's like, Oh man, I got my Plex server doing this. That, I, I, <laughs> dude, the guy is not a computer guy. He just, that's like his, he's just so into that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's really nice. Like, <laughs> like I had, I have a huge movie collection. My yeah. in-laws had a movie collection that I all digitized and everything. And I, I just, I, I just love having it all at my fingertips. Basically, you know, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, and 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 TrueNAS scale makes it so easy. You just install the container, and you can have your Plex config and your movies and whatever all in different um, directories, so that you don't ever need to worry about losing, you know, lo- losing those things. And you can back them all up separately. And it's it's really nice uh, how they have it set up. Um, so then I have my other server, which is Scott Evil, and that one has my Valheim server and my Mind Test server. Mind Test is basically the free version of Mind Mind uh, Craft. Yeah, I don't have it port forwarded right now, oh, okay. so it's I can't actually you can't actually get to it, but I, I have, have to my, deal with that net later. That's another thing that I want to research and learn how to do is set up some sort of port forwarding or, or public domain or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm very I'm very um yeah cautious when yeah. I do that and I only have certain things and the reason why I do it with Valheim is because it's the easiest way to do it and it's really the only kind of way you can do it on scale on yeah. TrueNAS scale so I kind of just have to do it that way but it, it's in a container for one and two it's just my Valheim server so I mean it, it, worse comes to worse it's not going to be a big deal tail scale which is my VPN that I use to get into my network if I'm out and about to securely get in that's that's the alternative to the port forwarding (laughs) yeah that's another thing i want to set up is is tail scale and pfsense has a native tail scale client that you can just plug in your your um i uh uh not ip the uh api the api for for tail scale and it just works that's awesome so yeah it's pretty cool I, i i i'm I'm pretty happy with my setup. I just need to get that. I need to get Proxmox working again. And so far it's been running. It's been running for over because I just have Proxmox running. I don't have any VMs on it at the at this point or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's been running for over 24 hours now and it's still running. So that's good. That Before it would go like five hours and be done. <laughs> huh. I haven't had mine so. on long enough to test that. Um, that would be <laughs> you have a different problem. <laughs> Yeah. Once I get the fan working, I'll make sure it stays on longer than uh, five or six hours. Yeah. You yeah, know, I can go, I can get to it right now and I'm good. So I'm, e- I'm happy with that so far. Eventually I want to be running some things that I will use like on the, the home network uh, frequently. But right now I really will only need to turn it on whenever I'm video editing, but eventually I do want yeah. to have services running where I will, I, I will need to leave it on all the time. I, I I do struggle with trying to like I I, I want to run more things and yeah. I struggle with finding things that are worth running, you know? Yeah. I definitely we didn't talk about the specs. I definitely won't have like I have this is my old PC just from yeah, you know, six or seven months ago. So 
it has 32 gigs of RAM. Um, it's a AM4 um, processor. It yeah. is now it's, it's got the NVIDIA. It's, it's, it's way overkill for running Proxmox and for what most <laughs> people, most people are running like a cluster of Raspberry Pis. I, I basically have a setup that's way overkill because my intention is video editing. But whenever I'm not running video editing, all those resources will be, I can use to run, you know, whatever services I want to. And I don't really have to yeah. worry about them. Um, in that system, you're going to have a hard time taxing unless you're doing like Plex transcoding or something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think it'll be, I don't, maybe I will get into Plex. I don't know. <laughs> I watch YouTube. I like, I like legitimately only watch YouTube. I, I don't watch hardly any yeah. TV shows or anything. You got to be, you have to be into Plex to, to actually be into Plex. You got to be a like Plex person. It, you got to be a Plex. You do. You really do. It's not just something you can do on the, on off the cuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to have a Plex server this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested in uh, home assistant stuff. Uh, That's another thing I got to get going. And I, I, I have not got that up yet. I literally have my light bulbs sitting right here yeah not set up yet you know we've been here for a year i haven't set them up because i'm just too lazy to do it yeah i think that'll be the thing that i get way into because what i don't like about i like home assistant stuff but what i don't like about it is that you have to have like oh if i buy this type of app or uh if i buy this light bulb i gotta use their app and then if i buy this uh other yeah i gotta use that and all all this kind of stuff what what i did to get around that Mm -hmm. is I'm not promoting anything, but cloudfree.shop. Okay. If you go there, I bought these, these light bulbs. Oh, right. Yeah. And they're flashed with, it's called Tasmoda. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yes. And I can SSH into this light bulb if I plug it in. (laughs) This is what I need to do. I need to, I need to work on this. So I feel like that is going to be the area that I, I dive completely into. It was during the, we're rounding out the end of the show. Thank you for listening, people. But yeah, last thing, it was a long episode. So um, <laughs> the, it was between episodes. So I didn't talk about it on the show, but there was like a short window of time where I got into um, Arduino and there's okay, a yeah, yeah. Arduino, uh, Arduino cloud um, where you can build like, you know, cloud dashboards mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Uh, internet connected Arduino devices. And okay. I made cool. a, a temperature monitor for my hot tub. And, uh, I did it because I had a gas, like a, like a propane powered hot water heater because Uh. my electric bill was getting too high. So I was trying, I never got it working. I had to manually turn on the propane mostly because I was scared to have that happen automatically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's not something you want. (laughs) (laughs) But my plan was I could just have this Arduino check the temperature. And when it dropped below a certain temperature to turn the, um, turn the gas powered heater on instead of the electric heater electric. kicking on ah um, because i have solar idea. i have solar and i'm like yeah. the solar's being wasted if it's just being used to heat up the hot tub <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we got rid of the hot tub so i never i never talked about it on the show but anyway so uh lots of uh i can foresee this whole thing being a whole new tapped market for show content so um, yeah, hopefully yeah. that I'm kind of excited because I love home lab stuff like that. Yeah. I could do a whole podcast just on home we, lab we stuff. We needed something new. We needed something new. And obviously I'm still going to talk about uh planting carrots and, and killing demons. Yep. 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 And, uh, I just got a game more. That's my thing. I just, I just don't have the time as much anymore. Dude, that's, you know what the true curse of being a Linux gamer is? <laughs> you actually never get to play games. 
<laughs> so I knew you were going to say that. Even even with Proton, it's it's you still a, worse than. Yeah, you do a lot of installing of games. You don't do a lot of playing of games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, people. Uh, I'm I'm so glad we got to do an episode just a week apart. So uh, we'll, we'll yeah, see this we, is great. See if we keep the streak going. Uh, we'll see you again next week, and peace. See ya. <laughs>